Hello, everybody. It's me, Angie Clay, and I am here again with another awesome interview. I'm going to be interviewing Robin from um, Gray and Gloss, and we're going to be talking about self-care and how we're just maintaining our sanity during these uncertain times, and just a little bit of conversation on self-care and um, a little bit about her business and how she's just maintaining all of this. So, Hello, Robin. How are you? Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so glad you're able to get together and and talk with me. It's just a certain time, like everything that's happening, collaborations are so important. Mm -hmm. like, helping each other, sharing each other's businesses and what we're doing and how we're like supporting each other. And I just right, find that's really right. important during this whole COVID-19 thing. Mm -hmm. So this morning, tell me, what are you drinking, coffee or tea? Um, I'm going to eventually drink coffee. Right now, I'm drinking water. Okay. <laughs> That's good. As soon as I'm like, the order I should be having uh, liquid in the morning it should be water first and mm -hmm. coffee, but I have to pick and choose. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, I'm awesome. I'm trying to fix my lighting. Hold on. Okay, sure. Okay, it's much better. I was like... Why am I still more washed out than I would like? Uh-huh. So let me, that won't help either, but it's better. I was like, I am not that color. So I was like, <laughs> I was like let me turn this light off or adjust it. So, okay. All right, awesome. Well, I know especially when you have um, interviews at certain times of the day and everyone, we are, we've been up since like early this morning. It's mm -hmm. actually right now 6.41 a.m., but we've been talking since about 6.20 a.m. Yeah. So. Hence our lighting issues this <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. So if you could tell us a little bit about your business, um, Gray and Gloss, and like what made you want to start this adventure, and what is this all about? Well, Gray and Gloss has been kind of, it started out as a natural hair blog, and it's kind of morphed into what it is now. So I've been natural... I would say probably almost 10 years now, about eight and a half, nine, closer to that. And, you know, I originally wanted it to be a natural hair blog. And in my frustration of trying to get that started here in the Pacific Northwest, because the audience is very different, um, and just trial and error and figuring out what I like to do. So going natural, it then kind of morphed into, I really enjoy makeup and talking about makeup and just finding different um, brands, trying out new things. Um, eyeshadow palettes and lip gloss are my faves, but <laughs> so I try and do all of that. And um, when I cut my hair, it was kind of like, okay, now I have all this face. And it wasn't that I didn't like how it looked, cause I do, but it was just like, now there's just more to work with. It was kind of like, you just see everything. So I was like, let me kind of start doing this. And so I originally like started out, you know, just writing about it, like in Facebook posts and stuff like that. And then I decided that um, I was going to do like some um, network marketing and incorporate that into it. So I started with one company, but I've since changed to move to a different company because the feedback that I was getting were that customers wanted something more affordable but they also don't mind splurging. Um, so then I kind of wound up talking about skincare and things like that because I'm not, I'm older than the average blogger. So I think like 
for most, there's no audience. So I was like, what is my niche? My niche? Who are the people that are going to listen? And it's interesting because when you're older, you're kind of like, who can I talk to about this? Who's going to listen? And why is anybody going to listen to somebody over the age of 45 talk about, you know, 12 pan eyeshadow palettes? So once I figured that out, I started looking. I actually did a search on YouTube for um, beauty bloggers over 50. And there are quite a few, but they're all Caucasian. There's not a lot of women my age over the age of 50 who are blogging about natural hair, um, makeup, healthcare, and things like that. And then if you compound that with the fact that if you're plus size, that goes down exponentially. So I played around with that. I found a company that I liked that was affordable. I never really stopped talking about it. Um, there were a whole bunch of frustrations that went along with that. You know this because we've talked about it and it's like, what are we going to do? It's like, oh my goodness. It's like, I can't get people to pay attention. And one of the things that I figured out is like, I need to still be myself, but I also want to have something, a catchy name mm-hmm. and a brand. And so then I was like, it just came to me, gray and gloss. This is perfect. It's like, it's perfect. Yeah. Because I'm older, it, it's not taken. At first, I think there was one when I was looking for the name, it was something gloss and something else. And I was like, well, no, I don't want that because that was already taken. And so then when I did the search to get my actual link, when I went to GoDaddy to do that, Grain Gloss was available. I was like, I'm taking it. And so I knew that I was serious then because it's like people kept telling me, it's like, just pay for, just go to GoDaddy, get a link and have everything be directed to that one thing. And I was like, I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay. And so I finally just bit the bullet and did it. And ever since then, because now I've paid, so now the name is mine. So I'm kind of committed to that. Right. It kind of solidified it for me what I needed to do. And so it's been consistency. One of the things that I've had to really focus on is like making sure that I'm consistent and posting and just true to myself. So there are moments when I get super frustrated because I go live and I'm sitting there and I'm just by I'm talking to myself for 40 minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what? It's like fine. And I think last Friday I was doing um, a makeup look. It was like date night in. And I was talking to myself for the first 30 minutes. The video was an hour long. But I was talking to myself for the first 40 minutes. And then people started joining. And it's like, I really wanted to give up on the video. I was like, you know, there's nobody here. But it's like, by that point, I had already had half my face done. It's like, I'm not going to stop. Because now it's just a waste of makeup if I give up now. So I decided, nope, I'm going to keep doing it. And then by the end of the video, I had, there wasn't like hundreds of people. There was like maybe 10 or 15, but I still had people that came, asked questions and all of that. So it's hard to maintain your energy when that happens. But at the same time, you really have to continue um, to be consistent. And that's one thing that I've learned along the way is to just be consistent don't give up i mean it's going to change it's going to morph it's going to be all kinds of things but just you know 
maintain your consistency. So I still talk about hair, still talk about makeup, still do all of that. And then, you know, I throw in some quotes that really speak to me or a Bible scripture that really speaks to me that I think the people that are in the group would really appreciate. And I think that resonates. I definitely see the inspirational stuff resonates a lot. Um, I have a few people that are not in Washington. Um, so I think that helps too. Washington state is a very um, different mindset of, of things in it when it comes to um, beauty, natural hair. It's just, it's very strange here from anywhere else that I've ever lived. And I'm from here, so it's weird to move to Philadelphia and then come back here and be here for the past 20 some odd years mm -hmm. and then do what I do now. So it's, you know, this is what I do. Gray and gloss is what I do. I have my job that I like, but gray and gloss is what I do. And this, it's really what I want to do. I mean, and it, you know, it just helps with a lot of things. I didn't even think that, you know, makeup and talking about natural hair was going to be a thing when I started it. But when you see people that are out there doing it and you're just like, I can do that. All I need is a camera. I can use my computer. You know, and of course, you know, it's difficult because you don't want to compare yourself to other people, you know, because they're shooting video on 4K. They have all these fantastic, I mean, you can see this isn't my normal shooting space. I'm usually in another direction. But I'm in my bedroom and I'm going to continue to be in my bedroom. I'm not doing anything different. I'm just clearing out space as I go, making it look as nice as I can. But I'm not trying to compete with people who have three, four million followers. They've been doing it for, you know, there's some YouTube OGs that have been doing it for 10 years. So, no, I'm not trying to compete with them anymore. That's the other thing. It's just, you one, you can't, and there's going, you're going to have an audience. You're going to grow that eventually. So I just stuck with it, and that's where I am now. Yeah, once you get past the, um, the whole, like, compare, mm -hmm. you know, because we've both been talking about the whole natural hair thing for, like, uh, forever. Mm -hmm. It was stop, go, start, stop, go, start. Yeah. Right. So, now, hey, why they act like this? <laughs> it's like, right, exactly. You know, I don't know, I guess it comes with maturity as uh, growing a business. You eventually just say, right. you know what, I don't really care. And you just kind of go with it. And you sit, you know, I sit back and think, man, I just wish I had more of that attitude, um, mm -hmm. you know, a few years ago. But sometimes when you're an innovator and the thing hasn't been done before, it's right. just kind of hard because in the beginning, um, I was on the training with um, Damon John. And he okay. was saying, like, you know, you have to be self-taught, and that sometimes when you're an innovator, like, nobody's going to believe in what you're doing in the beginning. Right. Like, they're just not going to be supporting you at all. So you just mm -hmm. have to like put the blinders on and keep going, really. Yep. So yeah, and I, I like your concept, gray and gloss. You also look, and there's young people dyeing their hair gray. I know. <laughs> you know it's like, uh, mm -hmm. okay, I ain't going with that, but all right. Um, <laughs> this is how gray hair works, but okay, you, okay. you well, do you, girl? <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's like you can also pull in some. You know, I know it's more of a mindset kind of thing. Mm -hmm. cause, um, our attitudes change. I think when you hit. A certain age like 45 you know the hair comes off and you don't really care about what you think other people think you know, you know it's 
I think the older I get, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad because I don't have another word for it. It's just that the older I get, the more intolerant I am to ridiculousness. It's like, I get it. There's stuff that's funny. I have a very healthy sense of humor. I laugh at a lot of stuff. But then there's some stuff, it's just like, oh my God, they're just running this into the ground. So it's like memes, they're funny to a certain point about certain things. And I'm like, yeah, this is funny. Yeah, this is funny. Yeah, this is funny. And then I get to the point where I'm like, okay, let's move on. Let's do something else. Um, you have so many creative people. There's just, there has to be enough room and enough space for everybody to be successful. So there is... There's a mindset that goes along with that, which I think touches on your next question, but there's a mindset that for me, I think because I am a witness, it's tempered by that, but I also get frustrated because of it. So it's like, I'm, I'm not isolating myself from that. I realize this is the world we live in and these are the things that we have to deal with. But at the same time, these are the things we have to deal with and they're frustrating. So being an African-American woman trying to do things that, and, and being older and trying to have a voice on a medium and in a space that is skewed younger because of the technology, there's a lack of respect for people over the age of 45, which I find hilarious because the oldest millennial is 44. So I'm just like, why is there there's this disconnect and so it's just i'm trying not to get frustrated with it there's just i find that that's my biggest frustration in this business being a creative and a older creative a gen x creative is the lack of i don't know collaboration with people that are older um there's just a need i think within us within our group to do that there's a Instagram page that I follow that is was pretty inspirational in regards to that. It's called Fly Hip and Ageless. And everybody they do is over the age of 40. They fe they feature people over the age of 40. They're gray, different aspects of their life. It's just they're showing they're active. They have a lot to say, um, lots of good advice. So it's like, and I said, I can do this. I can't use their, this name, but I can definitely do something similar to that. And so, you know, trying to be respectful and listen to people who are younger and learn from them. I've learned a lot. I've learned um, what I want to do and I've learned what not to do. And I think the biggest thing is, is just not isolate people. And as long as you don't do that, yeah, and okay. as long as you're respectful to everybody that you come in contact with, it's a little easier. I mean, because early on, when you're trying to reach out and it's like, hey, what are you doing? And like I said, there's a different, there's a different mindset in the African-American community. So when you ask somebody, um, hey, I'm reaching out. This is what I'm doing. I just need a couple of pointers on how you got started. What did you do? And your responses or the response you get back was like, you know, I worked really hard. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and you're like, no, but what did you do? It's like, I just need, I don't need your whole thing of what you did. I just need one or two things that you can, you know, tell me, you know, specifically. And it's like, you're, it's like trying to put toothpaste back in the tube to get this information from people. And 
you're just like, all I wanted was this thing. And it's like, well, I don't give advice for free. And I'm like, but you got advice for free. And it's like, well, yeah, you can always go to Google. And I'm like, I'm a college educated woman. I paid for stuff, but I don't mind sharing information for free. You're literally on YouTube. This is the funny thing about it. You're mm -hmm. on YouTube and you're giving advice for free. No, it's a free platform. Nobody's ch being charged for that unless you're paying for premium. But you post content and the only people that are paying you are your sponsors and the people who are sending you product and you're getting paid in makeup palettes and hair product. I just want I, that that perspective yeah. is something that keeps me balanced. So it's like I just realized that, you know, people are going to, people pay for what they want to pay for, but everything doesn't have to have a cost. Mm -hmm. And so where I am now is, is like, I just want to be of service to people. It's like, if you buy product, that's great. If you join what I'm doing, that's great too. But at the point where I am now, I just want to be of service. It's, there's too much information out here for people not to be able to have access to it. Um, there are going to be people that want to hear what I have to say. So it's just about being consistent with it. Mm -hmm. So, and not getting frustrated. Thank you. So our next question um, leads us into um, how have you maintained self-care since COVID-19? Uh, lots of coffee. Um, <laughs> um, having a routine definitely helps. Um, you know, I battle with anxiety and depression. I've been diagnosed with those and I have for the past 13 years, ever since my mom passed away. It's like, I think I probably always had anxiety, but I don't think it was as much until after she passed away. So one of the things that I found out was having a routine, not OCD, but just being in a routine, getting up at the same time every day, doing the same things every day. There's things that I do specifically that it's like I can tell, like if I skip a step, then I'm, I feel like, wait a minute, something's missing. And it could be as simple as like, oh, I forgot to floss my teeth before I brushed. And then I have to go back. I don't start over, but it's just like, I feel like I'm one step behind when I fall out of my routine. Um, so this, it's been a challenge um, because I'm not in my same space. So especially like for work, um, it's been challenging to really stay focused because when you're at work, you have your, your people that are around you. So there's noise, there's all kinds of activity and being home, it's just my family and I'm the only one in the house working. Mm -hmm. So for the past month, that was the case. My husband just went back to work on Monday. But so trying to stay focused while everybody else in the house is doing other things that you think are fun, that's hard. You're giggling the living room and you're like. <laughs> They're watching television and you know, I hear Netflix in the background downstairs, but I'm upstairs, you know, reviewing refunds and things like that. So it's been, that's been the one challenging piece of it. Um, making sure um, that just staying in contact with the friends that I have and the friends that I trust has been helpful. Mm -hmm. um, I also only, I don't watch television news. That has been the biggest savior. I think I've watched 
I mean, I watch TV and I watch, you know, the shows that I watch and I watch movies and things like that. But television news, I refuse to watch it. I watched Jay Inslee's press conference when he when he shut the state down and said, well, we're going to be shut down until the 24th of April. That was the last thing I watched. Mm -hmm. I don't want, I don't, I can't watch it because it's, I won't say it's not that it's not factual. It's just, there's just so much over the top. Yeah. It's like, and you can't, what's fact. It's like, there's so much hyperbole. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I find if I just read the news, I still get some of that, you know, the regular press, you know, stuff, but, and I'll read like maybe one of those articles and then I'll scroll real quick. And then if I see something, that looks credible, I'll look at the source and see where that comes from. And then if it's a credible source, then I'll read, I'll continue to read the article. But in terms of watching news and talking about it constantly, I, I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I think that has kept me from completely losing it. Because at the very beginning when this all started, when we got the first case here in Washington State, I couldn't believe it was on the news all the time. Me and my sister went out for pizza and that's all they showed on the news. And at the time, nothing was closed yet. So, you know, people were still going to parties. People were still going to, you know, games. Basketball season was still in full swing. I was getting excited because baseball season was about to start. That's probably the hardest thing. If I think there's no baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't believe how much they were talking about it. And all they're focusing on is, is death. That's all they're focusing on. They're not focusing on any of the successors. They're not focusing on any of the people that are surviving. It's always, this is how many people are getting it, or this is how many cases we have. This is how many people have died. Yeah. It constantly talks about who's essential and who isn't. And, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't want that in my psyche. I was like, I told my husband, I was like, I'm legit scared. And then, but once I stopped watching the news, it still creeps in there. And I'm still, you know, pretty OCD about it. It's like, did you wash your hands? Um, Make sure you're drinking all your water, um, trying to get up and move around as much as possible. But the the biggest piece of advice I can is just turn off the television news. It's the best thing you could do. I did a blog about, you know, a pandemic without panic. You know, one of the things, you know, it's like stay away from the news because news is a narrative. Mm-hmm. It has somebody else's narration of how they see it through their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like just going to the source, like, you know, uh, who, World Health Organization website and just mm-hmm. getting the facts and then from there acting accordingly. But, you know, news come with commentary, how people see things and how they mm-hmm. talk to the world through their eyes. And then it comes to you. And if you don't have anxiety, but they have anxiety now, you picked up on their anxiety now, you have anxiety. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's one of the things about having a journalism background, because I have, that's what I graduated with. I have a degree in communication. It's not news anymore. It's all opinion. It's like, is there a fact in here? Where's the who, what, where, when, and why? Because it's like, I don't. I don't hear any of that. I hear a lot of opinion and the questions you're asking. Well, it's like, what do you think? And it's like, no, what do you know? It's like, I don't understand why these questions are so hard to ask. And then if you, if your opinion differs from what that narrative is, 
oh, you're, you're short-sighted. You don't know what you're talking about. They just try to minimize what you're saying. So instead of people who have facts, I really don't want to talk about President Trump, but I have to to make this point. So you have a doctor who's ahead of this. He's like one of the smartest people that are on, you know, that know about this disease and coronaviruses in general and allergies and all of that. And he's literally telling people, wash your hands, eat a healthy diet, get some exercise. No one's saying you can't go outside. You can. You just have to maintain your distance from people. Stay away from people. You can go outside, but you have to maintain this buffer. And people are like, oh, no, I don't want to get you. No, we want to listen to the other person ramble for two and a half hours. And there's no fact. And that's what people are gravitating towards. They'd much rather have the drama than the person who's giving you the information so that you can still be afraid, but not, you can still have fear because I think the fear is basically what is gonna keep you safe. Rational people are gonna look at it and say, you know, I am afraid, but I'm not fearful. I'm still gonna go, I'm still gonna live my life, but I'm gonna do it under these parameters and not see it as some kind of conspiracy or any of those other things. I think that's the other thing I was talking about and one of the things about self-care is being able to still attend our meetings because being able to see the friends, being able to use this technology, um, because they, the organization, our meetings have been canceled for longer than we've been on this. So being able to meet regularly, being able to, you know, we text, there's groups. Um, some of our friends, we have our own little, um, little Zoom um, meetings, yeah. we have our happy hours. Um, my husband and his group of friends, they every Friday they have like a Zoom call. Um, so there's just different ways. I think just having that mm -hmm. and just like friends that you can trust, mm -hmm. staying away from news. Um, and then the other thing that I have done is stay away from like messenger where people forward me articles about well have you done if you just gargle with vinegar and you do all this other stuff i'm like people there's yes those things are healthful but please don't send me any more videos i've actually had to tell people this do not send me videos of people who are not doctors talking about medical stuff and it's not medical it's like i just did this information come from this source? And if it didn't, then, you know, please don't, I appreciate it, but can you just not share that with me? I'd, if you wanna talk to me, let's talk about this. I don't wanna talk about, you know, fake information or stuff that isn't, you know, factual. And because it's just not helpful. I mean, there's a scripture that says, you know, our words should uplift. I mean, it's like, are you doing that? It's like, cause if it isn't, then, what do you what's your intent of sharing this information mm -hmm. so that's one of the things that i'm trying to be mindful of and making sure that my self care so that i don't lose my mind and that i can continue to do what i do awesome. well as we start to wrap this up so where can people connect with you um they can go to my 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 makeup group page so there's like 
everything is under gray and gloss except for my personal Facebook page. So on, on Facebook, my makeup group is gray and gloss. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm extremely active over there. Um, and that is also Grand Gloss. And then my name is Robin Joel on Facebook and everything is linked to there. So if you follow me at my personal page, Robin Joel, and go to my profile, my, face, my Facebook group is listed there and my Instagram group is listed there. And then you can always message me. I am very responsive there too. Awesome. So I know that one of your favorite books is the Gray New World Translation, but... Mm -hmm. Are you reading any other books right now? Um, there's a, one book that I am trying to finish, and that is The Girl Wash Your Face book. Um, I read it once, and I'm trying to reread it again. And there's just a lot of really good information in there. Um, and then there's just a couple of other books that um, I haven't started to read yet, but they are on my list of books to read and they're over on the side it is the proposal and the wedding date and they're by jasmine guillory mm -hmm. and so i picked those up i was in target and i was like i'm gonna try and read two books that don't have anything to do with self-help and aren't the new world translation so i want to definitely read more during this time I haven't had the opportunity to start them um, because i've been working and then just trying to keep the blog going but those are the two books that I want to actually get started and finish before I go back to work full time. So, which I think will probably be around June. So I have another month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I, when I feel down and I don't know, I like, I like books. I just always like books. I've always carried books around. I mean, you know, and it, it comes from like also living in a city because mm -hmm. you don't know, like, you know, if you get on the train or you're doing public transportation, you mm -hmm. know, keep your mind going when I was in school back in the day I lived in the country in Virginia mm -hmm. our bus ride was an hour I would get those BC Andrew books back in the day I would read one yep. of the novels in one night <laughs> um like I was such an avid reader and now I'm just like being around books even though I'm not reading them it's just like I have mm -hmm. my own library and you have them out mm -hmm. inspiration I can open it and flip through you know exactly so and that's I awesome. am a book I am a book reader I mean it's very tactile I don't it's like, yeah, I have all this stuff. I have a laptop, I have an iPad, you know, I have my phone. But when it comes to reading a book, I'd much rather have the actual book. The feel. Yeah. The book, the smell, going into libraries. It's like, it's all, yeah, I, I miss that, that yeah. piece of thing. Only and other music. readers and paper junkies get it, get it. Mm -hmm. The ink and paper <laughs> and like having a certain pound of paper. Mm -hmm. like 32 is my jam. Um, I yeah. like paper. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just I'll like feel a book. If the pages feel thin, I don't, I don't even bother. I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it. Mm -mm. <laughs> I mean, the thinnest page, the thinnest page, thinnest paper book that we have is the New World Translation, and that's it. So, I mean, the other thing is, is like, in addition to reading and books, music, that's the other thing that has really gotten me through. DJ Nice, um, he's doing it up. DJ Nice. DJ Nice is doing it. D, um, yes, he's doing it up. And I listen to, um, they're a collective. Um, it's called Selection. And I've been listening to them for 
since 2013. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, I've been to a couple of the shows and it's amazing. You just can't, because you can just get lost in music. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time it's just, you know, like beats. There's not a lot of lyrics and things like that because they're mixing. So it's not, you know, whereas um, D-Nice, he's doing a lot of the old school stuff. So I feel like I'm, it's music that we grew up listening to because he's, you know, the same age as us. But it's funny that that music is also music that our parents listen to. So you just know how timeless music, good music is. And so yeah. I like him because he plays some of the new stuff, but most of his stuff is old. And I'm like, some of the music that he's playing, I'm like, oh my goodness. The memories that are tied to some of the songs that he plays, I was like, oh, I haven't heard this in so long. It's like, oh, I forgot about this. It's like, oh my God, I was like 30 years ago, I was here. And it's like, yeah. so listening to it is, it's very, yeah. it's neat. I like it's it a lot. kind of different, like Questlove, like he does, like he's mm -hmm. more educational. He like says like, his music, he explains like some history behind what he yeah. plays, you know, and then DJ Nice kind of takes us through the genre and like mm -hmm. to like now or, or if it's too little racy, you kind of like, okay, I'll see you on the next one, you know, right. um, you know, but then he has his like quiet storm and I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, it's really cool. Yeah, music definitely is uh, a gift. So, yeah. He manages to play Stevie Wonder and something from Songs in the Key of Life in every show he does and that I mean, you just think about albums and music that kind of just defines a period of your life. And that album is like the first album that I was able to listen to as a kid. It came out when I was 10 and I can still listen to that album. Yeah. Start to finish. I mean, and it's a double album. And then there was like, if you familiar with the vinyl. It's a double album. It came with a booklet that was huge. And then it had 245s with bonus songs on there. So it's like I'm using verbiage that I'm sure a lot of people that are younger than us. You know, vinyl's making us way back. I know. Um, I thought about, ooh, I want that. I remember when I had my Soul to Soul album. Mm -hmm. I bought in New York. And yesterday, uh, DJ Nice, he did... Um, one song that was on there that I felt was more popular than you know back to I mm -hmm. back to life right it was yeah another one I think it was uh be fair that one on it had like this so. different beat and I was like I love that when I got that album I just played that one over and over and over and I had yeah. I, I love that one but yeah I was like man I should get back into vinyl I'm like oh no <laughs> I got enough notebooks, papers, and pens. I was just like, we're just going to keep this part of your life digital. <laughs> there's, certain th there's certain albums that I wouldn't mind having on yeah. vinyl just because of the memory, but mm -hmm. it's like there's just so much music now. There's good music out, too. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of creativity. So, but it's, I listen to Selection every Monday at my desk. They release a show live on Make Saturday. Sure you, um, send me that. Because I always oh, wow. listen to um, World FM Radio, and I like them because there's a lot of underground artists mm -hmm. that's on there, and um, they have jazz, they have all this different mm -hmm. kind of music, and it's like people from Belgium DJing or Colombia, like mm -hmm. it's like all over. I really like it because it expands like the content, the sound, and mm -hmm. different things. It's not just on the radio. Sometimes you're in the radio, you're like, oh yeah, you feel the groove, but sometimes you're just like, right. I just want some mature sounds. 
sounds, vibration, like it just mm-hmm. how it does, how it all works. We're all just right. like, wonderfully made. Just I'll send it to you. Um, every now and then, it's like I have to kind of fast forward a little bit, which is why I like iTunes, so because you can skip like thirty yeah. seconds. So it's like this is a little too racy for me. So it's just mm-hmm. like can we fast forward? But Am I stuck? I'm stuck. Okay. No, there you are. You're unfrozen. Right. Yeah, I'm like, uh-oh, it's about that time where everybody's starting. It's 716. The cheerings are, like, starting to log mm-hmm. on school. Like, everybody's uh-oh. awake and up and ready to start their day. Yeah, that's why I'm like, <laughs> I like to get up early, get the most important stuff done. Like, here it comes. I was like, oh, here we go. Clockwork. Mm-hmm time okay well i'm gonna go ahead and let you go so i know you got lots of things to do but thank you so much for taking the time to um come on and talk to me and like share all the things that you've been going with and 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 dealing with and how you're maintaining i appreciate it thank you thank you for having me and this is you know this is the second time we've done this so these are cool i like them being able to you know just talk and share and you know have some fun yeah, and everybody can listen to us while you're walking. Mm-hmm. You know, and also you can give us feedback too, and um, make sure you follow Robin over at Gray and Gloss, and you can find me at Liberate and Lather. Bye, guys. Bye.